Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, Go, G-O, first two letters for good, the first two letters for gospel, and the first two letters for God. Yes, and our scripture is Mark chapter 16, verse 15, which says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Yesterday we were discussing, what can we do? Well, First, we said that we can pray for the Lord of the harvest to send labors, and then also pray he uses us. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 through 38, it says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And secondly, we discussed that we need to resist the fear of man. We find that in Psalm 118, verse 6, The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. And then the third point we made was we need to preach the word. Because Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The fourth thing we can do is share our testimony. The book of Revelation, chapter 19, and verse 10, And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And finally, our last point was to lead them to Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. So, very simple instructions. One word, two letters, G-O. They just happen to be the first two letters in good. Just happen to be the first two letters in gospel. And they just happen to be the first two letters in God. You see, Jesus came to the earth for one purpose, one goal, and one reason. It's simple, not complicated, And it's perfectly summed up in one Bible verse, which is Luke chapter 19, verse 10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. So as we witness to people, as we're getting them saved, we need to invite them to church. We need to get their numbers so we can call them back later, give them a tract, or better yet, a pocket testament that has the book of John in it from the Pocket Testament League at ptl.org. You could tell them that this little book has 21 chapters, and if they read a chapter a day for three weeks, their life will never be the same. I love sharing the gospel. 
How about you? Again, Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And when we put that with Luke 19.10, which says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And so if we read them together, we get an interesting perspective. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now I'll say it again. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So now we can see our part in this great commission. The original Greek word for seek means to look for. And the original word for save means to make whole, heal, and to save from danger and suffering. And finally, the original word for lost means not to have that which one has previously had. So, Jesus' birth, death, burial, and resurrection was a rescue mission to get back what belonged to him. Jesus taught three parables in a row that are recorded in the book of Luke. His purpose was to show his mission, to feel his passion, and to grasp the meaning of lost. The first one's called the parable of the lost sheep. It's found in Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Then he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. In the same chapter, Luke 15, Jesus taught in verses 8 through 10 the parable of the lost coin. He says, Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And finally, in verses 11 through 24 of Luke chapter 15, he teaches the parable of the lost son. Then he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So the father divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, 
Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So we need to be able to see the lost. We need to have sight for the lost. Let me put those two scriptures again like I did earlier. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So, there are two things God is showing me. I need to purposely seek and look for the lost. And the gospel of Christ has a voice. It's made of sound and words. And as I meditate on seeking or looking for those Jesus lost, I realize I not only need a heart for the lost, but I need eyes for the lost. Is there a way or an anointing or a gift of discernment that when I look into someone's eyes, I could tell if they are one of those he lost or not? I want to be able to discern the lost regardless of what they look like, regardless of what they wear or even act like. Wouldn't that be an excellent gift? Do you think the Lord recognizes those he has lost? Absolutely. Do you think he would help me with sight for the lost? I'm sure he would. That's, of course, if I'm willing to look and to do something about it. Father, I ask you not only for a heart, but also eyes for the lost, that when I look into someone's eyes, I might know and discern their need to be found. Make me sensitive to your love and their yearning for their return to you. And this brings us to point two. The gospel of Christ has a voice comprised of sound and words. Romans chapter 10, verses 17 through 18. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed, their sound has gone out into all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. So the truth is, if I'm going to effectively seek the lost, I'm going to have to take the second step and preach the gospel of Christ with sounds and words in order to save them. This means I need to make some sounds and say some words. Listen to Paul's discourse in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel, which I preach to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which you are also saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles, then last of all he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. I am personally asking God for a renewed heart for souls, 
a new boldness, just like in the book of Acts when they prayed for boldness. In Acts chapter 4, verses 29 through 33, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. It's interesting to note that Peter was filled with the Spirit in Acts chapter 2, and here in chapter 4 we see him filled again. What's this mean? It means free refills. Yes, God continually fills those who are seeking to fulfill his will in their lives. I love it. Mark chapter 16 verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Well, our time is up. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.